Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Today our topic will be about God and guns. And this kind of came about, I was thinking about this um, topic and, and kind of talking about it with the guys. And, and this kind of originated from uh, an image I saw from an acquaintance uh, that shared or whatever. Um, but it was a picture of someone, um, I guess in a, I didn't matter, in a, on a lawn, <laughs> whatever, um, staring at a flag. So like a flagpole. And they... Uh, visibly this was the setup photo so they visibly had in one hand a bible and in the other hand an ar-15 um and i just this it it kind of it kind of caught me off guard somewhat (laughs) because um you know it was kind of something that was a little bit Odd in my perspective of how you know have taking that all in. We've got the United States, we've got Christianity, the Bible represented, and then we have uh, an AR-15, a gun. Um, uh, um, and so, after thinking about that, I started wondering: is like, what what's what's the problem with this photo? What what is that? I mean, you know, um, it just seemed to be things. Um, you know, you remember in grade school when you would take a picture, uh, uh, and, and you would fill out and be like, what's, what's, what, which of these things in this photo is, you know, incorrect <laughs> and you would circle them, <laughs> you know, and I'm circling the Bible. I'm, this doesn't really fit in this picture. And so there seems to be something, um, with guns and God or God and guns in, in America and the United States. And uh, we're going to talk about it today, kind of start the conversation. So um, when I described that photo, Tom, um, what, what comes to mind? What, what's the, what, what, are you, what are your feelings and thoughts with that, with that image? The first thing that comes to mind is the gospel reading for this Sunday, which is Christ the King Sunday, mm. Jesus is being meeting with Pilate. It's in John 18. And Jesus says, uh, my kingdom is not of this world or not from this world. If it were, my followers would fight. And then he, uh, you know, then the conversation goes on. And it seems like he's saying, my kingdom cannot come this way uh, through the sword. Uh, When Peter took out his sword and cut off the servant of the high priest's ear, Mm -hmm. Jesus said, put away your sword. Um, So those are the first things that come to my mind. Okay. Edward? Um. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the two examples that, that Tom, you know, pulls out are, um, you know, sort of fantastic, you know, points in the Gospels in which to, you know, reflect on what's the relationship between um, what what or, or what we think of as earthly um, power versus, um, you know, heavenly power. 
Um, and, and so I sort of feel like that sets like the ideal, like this is, this is what we're supposed to, um, strive for, but what, what do we do with, um, what, what do we do with, uh, you know, the times that, that that's challenged? Mm. Um, so, you know, you know, we might, we might think about it in terms of, um, Christians serving in, you know, in the military, um, you know um, that there are that, that there there are there are also real life circumstances um, where that's you know can be somewhat challenged. If that makes any sense, I feel like I'm rambling. Yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. Um, it, there's there's something. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> so odd of us. Um, so at some uh, point. And I think this, uh, you know how you take uh, cherry pickings, the word, you know, how uh, scriptures cherry picked, you know, someone takes one thing and then takes a, a meaning and applies it to it. Um, and so um, what's the, what's the uh, scripture that, um, man, I, now I'm babbling. Um, Jesus says, I came to uh, bring a sword, right? And yeah. What what did that mean? I, I wonder, you know, if there's a misunderstanding of what was meant there, because when that comes about, um, or, you know, G, uh, Tom, whenever, and I may have you actually read that reading from John and Pilate, did he say, if, it, if this, you know, if this uh, world was my kingdom, my followers would fight? Did he say fight? Um, you know, so there's maybe there's some misunderstandings. Um, I also think about the Old Testament, and um, the, you know, all of the fighting of, you know, God's people that went on there, there seems to be something that in the Bible could be interpreted as, you know, we, we can fight. If we disagree, <laughs> we can fight. Um, so where, uh, so let's start with, uh, specifically, I, you know, came and to bring us, uh, gosh, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling all over. I came to bring a sword. Um, Tom, what did, what did Jesus mean by that? And why are we misunderstanding that? Well, because he came, a lot of people were put to the sword. Um, if you look at the history of the Christian faith, especially the first few hundred years, there were a lot of followers of Jesus who, who died horrible deaths because they chose to follow him. Hmm. Um, and it wasn't, that's when he said, I came to bring peace, not a, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. His kingdom is a kingdom of peace. When it is, when his will is done on earth as it is in heaven, which is the, what we pray for and wait for, um, then, then we'll have that kingdom of peace. But in the meantime, um, the world still operates the way it does, and innocent people will be hurt because of well, that. And I feel in that particular text, if I if I remember right, he, you know, um, you know, father against son and mother against daughter, and right, and that that Jesus is talking about that there's going to be real costs in following Jesus, and that some of those costs might be our family relationship. So if you, you know, if you think about specifically, um, you know, if, if the bulk of Jesus's initial followers were, 
Jewish um, and you know, you're, you're following Jesus as the Messiah and um, you know, that's going to cause, you know, really some natural, you know, conflict. And so I, I think that probably has more to, is more of a metaphor when he talks about the sword there and the reality that there's costs in following Jesus Good, and we need to be prepared to pay the cost. I don't know that he's literally talking about, I come to bring a sword. Um, but I think he's talking about discipleship comes at a cost. Ah, very good. Okay. That, that's great. That's that. And that's, and that's what, um, you know, so I just kind of, like I said, I think we take some of these things and just pick it. Right. And we use that. That's, that's our reasoning. Oh, well, the Bible says, you know, Jesus brought a sword. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, so so can I, or whatever, you know. And in the first line of chapter of uh, verse thirty-four, chapter ten in Matthew says, "Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on the earth." Um, and that that's a triggering statement, um, you know. And so you can take that easily and flip it on its head that it's us and them now. It's it's Christianity the way I interpret it. And the and you, you know, and we are against each other because I mean, hey, Gene just brought a sword, um, but I mean, we're called to, uh, you know, we're called to respond in love and not in violence, is you know the way I understand <laughs> Jesus, right? I mean, is that you know, so so where, um, gosh, I don't, even, it's, it seems kind of odd to ask where does Jesus clarify that we, uh, you know, that we are called to respond in love, not violence. That seems like an odd question, but Everett, what, what's the first of many examples you can take from that or bring up about that? Um, well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I think the, the, the bulk of, um, you know, Jesus is, you know, ministry is about the healing and redemption of people, the reuniting um, of folks, um, the healing of divisions. Um, turn the um, other cheek. Turn the other cheek. There I mean, you, you think about, you know, you think about the the Sermon on the Mount and um, the Sermon on the Plain, and and I think you know if you look at those, those are probably the best sort of ethical guidelines of what a disciple is to do. Right. Uh, that was a good example, Tom. Uh, turn you the cheek. What else on the love, not violence front? <laughs> well, if 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 someone asks, you know, give him ask if your coat, give him your, you know, your, your or your cloak, give him your, you know, your shirt too. Someone asks you to go one mile, go two. Right. Um, you know, the those cross. Are all... I was yeah, thinking yeah, that too, Tom. <laughs> yeah, pick up the cross. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. Jesus, you know, cross, that kind of thing. And, 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 and you know, I mean, one of the ones that's always, in a, you know, that's stood out the most to me is, is Paul when he says, you know, return, um, return love to your enemies. And in doing so would be like putting heaping coals on their head that, you know, um, when, when we love those who, who, who hate us, um, you know, it, it can be some, somewhat confounding to them. I always find that to be an interesting verse <laughs> because there's kind of, you know, there's, there is on the end of it, the heaping of the coals. <laughs> and so there is something that's like, gotcha. Cause I loved you. <laughs> it's like, Je- what? wait, what? Jesus never says not to fight, but it's how you fight. 
he never says not to defeat the way of this world and the kingdoms of this world, but he says to do it with and with a different weapon, you know, but, with but, but love and truth. So let's talk about, uh, so I think we can all admit ill is love, peace, joy, holding hands, singing kumbaya. <laughs> what is, uh, I, I miss? I missed your first word. Here we word. go. Here we go. We can all admit what, Everett? We can all admit that, that the ideal is love, peace, joy, kumbaya, going to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Hip, hippie Jesus. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, we could all I mean, I think I don't think anyone could um, seriously engage Jesus's message and kingdom and not say that, yes, peace is, you know, is the ultimate goal. The, the question is, is, is when when that doesn't either seem to be possible. So um, we can talk about it in terms of guns, in terms of self-defense. Um, we could t- talk about guns in terms of um, protection. So, you know, police officers, yeah. let's say police officers use of, of firearms, um, military, um, you know, is, is, there, is there a place for, you know, a, a just war for Christians? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Tom, you said, here we go. So hippie Jesus, what do you, what do you have against hippie Jesus? I have nothing against. I just wanted to. I just love Everett, and Everett is naturally. Um, I mean, we're all from Oklahoma, so there's that natural inbred, uh, <laughs> like. Uh, I'm not inbred. That's what I was just saying. Like, well, great choice of words. That was awesome. <laughs> Keep that going. The right what you meant. Word. Anyway, you I know just what you thought meant. it was about to get fun. I'm going to fight you, man. Like, yeah, see. <laughs> see, okay. So, you know what? I thought we were going to get into a good discussion, take the gloves off, and then and that, and then Tom just heap coals on Everett's head with some... With some love. Come on. Some- what did you think he was going to say? <laughs> I'm going to stir the pot. What did you think he was going? Uh, well, he, he went where I thought he was, but he just went in a lot nicer way than I thought it would go. So, and I mean, I don't disagree. We're not going to solve the question of whether you can have a just war or whether, I mean, I believe that I was raised, um, I'll never, you can take the boy out of the church, but you can't take the church out of the boy. Mm. And so I just have those verses where in my head, I, so I think, um, you know, Paul Tom, said the government. Wasn't there a story you shared about like an an uncle who had a a gun and hold on got it from the war? Yeah, let's not get there. Am yet. I making that up? Let's not get no, there. No, you're yet. not making it up. Let's not I, get. Hold on. Let's stay here. I want to stay in love, not violence, with Jesus first. We're still going to stay with hippie Jesus. Keep going, uh, Tom. Paul said, you you know, the government does not bear the sword in vain. So the the government is, and Christians are called to be good citizens. So the government, um, it doesn't mean we go along with everything the government does, but it means 
we have to respond in the way Jesus would respond to it. So I don't, I, I'm not trying to say, um, this is a subject for another podcast. We're talking about, we're really talking about how the church has been hijacked by politics, <laughs> both on the left or the right. But, but, um, whether like authorities can have firearms, I think that that's, of course they can, they can pulse, you know, I've still got that fundamentalist in me that will always be there. <laughs> Paul said they could, you know, and uh, I I would call myself pretty much a pacifist because that's what Jesus calls us to be. But if I had lived during the era of World War II and I had known what Hitler was doing to the Jews, I hope I would have signed up. So I don't hmm. know. Um, so I would say, I, I guess I believe in just a uh, just war. That there's such a thing as that, but well, and 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 I was trying to get at that from to to, to think about the ways in which we have in America, in particular, a hard time um, disestablishing, you, you know, um, Second Amendment rights um, as it relates to protection um, and and defense with sort of this like it, it is just it, it is part of american culture um in in ways that are that are fairly unique and and some of it has to do with the fact that you know at our founding you know it was an all-volunteer army who was largely using their own weapons to fight the british before you know like french allies sent weapons um living in a you know, uh, places where, you know, you had to sit there and, and hunt for, for food. And so guns have been a, a common part of American identity and culture. And sometimes it's hard for us to disestablish that American identity and American culture with, okay, so what would Jesus have us do? All right. Right. You guys have just completely blew up the outline, and I'm I'm just mad. <laughs> no, I'm really I'm really realizing it's like we can't follow outlines. <laughs> it's just to give us a guide if we need if we have trouble. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like I feel like there was a there was a leak in the dam, and like I put my finger on it, and then there's another one, and I put my finger on it, okay. and pretty soon. Used, I'm like, oh, we, oh, we oh, covered, oh, I'll forget it. <laughs> okay, e. so we're into it now. Now Here we go. Um, so, so we're uh, already in two. We covered the first. What's that? One. We covered number one. We've covered all A through E. Now we're at number two. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> What's number two? Hold Remind on. Me. Hold on. Okay, this is <laughs> okay. hilarious. I think this is probably for the listeners. This is probably the first time we tried to actually use an outline. It's going great. It's going great. Um, so let's back up. Um, so the OCD guy is sitting here worried because we're not following it literally. Good God, we got to, we went to just <laughs> war already. He's a good god. It's okay. He is a good god. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, someone talk. I'm just giggling. Um, let Tom bring the. I uncles. can fix this. I can fix. This. Go for it, Tom. Fix this, Tom. <laughs> Here's how. Here is how we fix America. Here is how we fix 
Oh, God. Um, Wrap it up. Here's how we fix all of these problems, okay? <laughs> we, we realize we cannot separate patriotism or um, good citizenship or belief in the goodness of our country and this is not just Americans, this is many countries worldwide. We can't separate that from civil religion. We have, we have trouble with that. And we, it's a constant struggle since Constantine made Christianity the legal religion of the Roman Empire. We have had trouble with that as people of faith. So you're saying it's inbred in us. <laughs> yes. So what we need to do is we need to accept on the left and the right, and hopefully in the middle, that Jesus was political and that politics is a part of faith, but Jesus had a completely def different definition of politics than we are functioning with any in any of our parties. Hmm. He, he was a... For him, politics meant the common good and the people being able to thrive and flourish. And he was, he was nonpartisan. He didn't, he only, he took sides when the, when the side was right. He didn't care if you were a Pharisee, Sadducee, um, a scribe, a, a priest, when you were right, you were right. And when you were focused on the good of everyone above yourself, then you were Right. All right. I'm going to push back. I want you to I want you to remember where you're at. Okay. Remember okay. where you just stopped this great monologue and everyone's mad at me for stopping you. Sorry. That to me is politics today. It is Republicans, Democrats trying to do what their interpretation of the best common good is. Now there are, you know, there's bad seeds in that. I don't view politics in my own definition any different than that. Well, then you're on the right track. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, let me then one let me throw something else out. I and I know you Justin, you you're not partisan. You're not a, a Democrat or Republican. Your first <laughs> allegiance is to what you think God wants you to do. In you, your faith. Are you dumping hot coals on my head? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm fighting you. <laughs> so, I'm so here's the thing. Okay, so um, I, I don't agree that Jesus... See, this is... We're going to use modern-day terms to throw at Jesus. Um, and that's not... I don't think you can do that because Jesus was partisan <laughs> because um, everyone you named was a leader a Sadducee, a Pharisee, or something like that. I never saw Jesus turn to the blind man on the street and goes, you need to get your together and blah, blah, blah. He called out the leaders. So I don't know that Jesus was bipartisan or whatever. You know, I, I that term messes me up. You know what I mean? So it was more to the leadership is who he turned to and called out. Um, right. right? Correct me yeah, if I'm wrong here. So, I agree with you. Okay. Well, but I mean, I, so, I mean, I think, you know, like the, the idea of Sadducee, I mean, so those, they're not necessarily leaders. They're, well, they're sort of, yeah, okay. they're sort of sure. movements. I mean, it, I mean, 
you know, it would be akin to saying Episcopalians or the Presbyterians or the Baptists. I mean, you know, they're, they were, they were sort of movements within yes. Judaism. So we might think of them as sects um, or denominations within Judaism. Right. Okay. So Jesus went to the fellowship committee. <laughs> Someone within the Christianity sect. <laughs> and, and he turned over some tables. Man, that's funny on many levels. Okay, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> go down that road. But yes, you're correct. They were not leaders per se, but they were also part of the Sanhedrin. Um, at least they were represented on the Sanhedrin. Um, Sanhedrin's the ruling council in Judaism. Um, and so he was coming out to call... His, this is funny to say, Jesus's religion. <laughs> That's a weird thing for me to think about uh, or say, but to call them into correct thinking and action. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting away from the point here. Help me out. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, when you were saying those things, so I, I'm like, oh man, that's kind of like you're saying this, but is that exactly how it was done? Because I don't remember Jesus ever going to the poor and saying, hey, you know, get it together or whatever it is. Okay. So let me back away from that a little bit. Uh, Tom, did you have. So more- I think, I, so let me, so I want to bring this back. So I think, I, I think Thank the, the, the challenge is that when we have our, um, sort of political identities, our red state, blue state, okay. as the primary lens in which we observe issues. Good. Rather than good. Rather than what is the gospel. And and in America it is a it is guns provide a particular challenge in which, in my opinion, guns are so intertwined with American identity for, you know, just you know, historical, legal, mm-hmm. constitutional reasons, right? Uh, and so it, it is difficult for Americans, many Americans, to come and, and look at this issue apart from you know, sort of the American relationship with guns. In that, also is is that we also you know, I live in Oklahoma, and which a good portion of my congregation um, hunts Um, a good portion of my congregation. I know owns guns. Um, You know, I have nothing wrong. I don't, I don't have any issue with, with owning a gun. Mm. Um, You know, I, I I think there's some questions about how it's used and, and, and sort of the story that we tell um, sort of the formative piece of it, but Mm. you know, right. Right. Um, and the value of it, um, I think. Uh, so, and, and I, I own guns. I hunt. Um, used to hunt. <laughs> By the way, if you got any land for me to hunt on. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so I think let's, let's kind of take this portion of this discussion and wrap it up. Um, I think we, we uh, definitely opened up some other areas to go into. Um, and, but... I, I, we kind of focused around what we wanted to talk about was Jesus in the way of understanding, you know, love and violence. And I, and I think we 
kind of talked about that a little bit. We got into other areas. Um, I also want to go back into civil religion. So, um, Tom, explain, define civil religion. What what is what does that mean? Oh man, I wish I had like the technical definition in front of me. So it's, I would say it's when you can't separate your faith from your patriotism. Okay. Okay. Um, when you are so convinced, and the, the safe example is always to use Germany. Um, mm. You know, the Third Reich, they believed that God had given them a divine right to rule, i.e. Holy Roman em- Empire, since Charlemagne, since, uh, you know, his his tomb is in Aachen, Germany. He is a Holy Roman Emperor. He reunited Europe, he uh, brought peace and stability, and so that was an image that uh, the Nazis were appealing to. They were also appealing to, you know, a bunch of other stuff. This episode is not about that, but um, it it took, you know, six or seven, eight centuries of their leaders telling the German people that they were aligned with God and they were the only country in the world that was aligned with God Mm. for them to do what they did in the thirties and forties. So, but didn't, I mean, didn't, I mean, I I know we're not doing it, but like, I mean, a lot of Nazism had more to do with like Norse pagan religion than it did Christianity. Now you had, you had, you know, you, you you certainly definitely had, you know, Christians in, in Europe um, who were sympathetic to or at least afraid to stand mm. up to Nazism as it developed. But Nazism itself was not like a, a Christian. It was not an explicitly Christian movement um, like KKK in America you know, was definitely sort of integrated with this notion of, of the Christian religion. You know, Nazism was, was, you know, playing off of these, you know, pagan stories. Um, hmm. Okay. So, so go ahead. What were you going to say? I just think if we, we need to redefine that politics is a dirty word. When you say Jesus was political, it it gives it sends shivers up my spine and yours because we define politics by what's happening in our country by <laughs> Republicans right. and Democrats. It's just you know? politics, right? The it's phrase, just right. Politics. right? Right, right, right. But the actual definition of the word is, um, at least as the ancient world defined it, yeah, yeah it's yeah. what things make for the flourishing of human beings and how our common life should be ordered in ways that promote that flourishing. Wow. So how can we order our common shared life so that people can thrive and flourish? That is, in that sense, Jesus was political. He cared Hmm. about the poor and the rich. He cared about uh, society being ordered in such a way that people could do the things they needed to do to live good lives. And that when we say Jesus, when I say he's political, that's what I mean. And so if we could find a new way to define politics in the church, and it's not really a new way, if we could recapture the old definition, 
the ancient definition. Right, right. Uh, I think it could get us beyond, and and if we could learn how to have um, patriotism without mixing it up with our faith, you know what I mean? Yeah. How, why can't we say, recognize we've done dumb things in the past, wrong things in the past, but still believe in the goodness of our nation? It doesn't make sense to me why we, it's like we got to, Choose. Uh, choose one or the other. It's not one or the other. It can be both and. Um, anyway, I'm I'm going off on a tangent. I feel like that's when you get back to the picture of um, you began with. Uh, it it it's what the image is saying about all three of those things together. Right. Not as much about them individually. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I um, I think that's a good that that's a good place. And 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 what I want to do is I want to take what you said and kind of break it apart and pick on pick it up in different pieces um, in the next couple of episodes. So, uh, but yeah, it's a good 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 start to this conversation. Thank you everyone for listening. Thanks, gents. Uh, so, tune in next time. <laughs> I didn't have anything to say there. That's what I came up with. All right. Thank you all for listening. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at @fundrainpod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.